Yeah. So bam, we, we're live. So the event is in a in a hockey arena, and so which, it's just which event? The the Mac and Syndicate. Okay. Sorry, Mac and, so it's in a hockey arena, so it sits at like probably fifty degrees all the time, and so all of us last week uh, were just sitting in the like the dungeon, the the underbelly of the hockey stadium, and just freezing our asses off. And then uh, the only people who had any sort of like long sleeve or hoodie or like any thicker clothing was Mayhem. And so all of the like medical staff and everybody walked over to the Mayhem tent and bought up all their hoodies. Oh, I love it. Oh, dope. <laughs> what a good excuse to own some Mayhem shit. I was thinking like it's weird that I don't own any Mayhem stuff. I know. I'm surprised you didn't have a nice little goodie box or something to show up to the house. Yeah, you get the athlete package. <laughs> I, I, uh, Austin, there, I set my phone down and my glasses down and my keys and my wallet in the same place every day, like religiously, like, man, it's crazy. And, and, and yet I still lose them every day. You're right. Oh, I do that too. I set them in the same spot every single time. Yeah. Yep. 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 But or then my, my, my like what happens dish? is my, f- say that again. Do you guys have like a dump dish? Like you just have like a dish. You just like throw everything I have a in? dump counter. I have a yeah. dump counter. <laughs> That that makes sense. I don't, I don't think that you could even imagine how many pairs of glasses and headphones I have. It, it's um, it's, I, I don't know how my wife handles it, and, they, and everything needs charging that I own. Everything I, I I'm just a, a robot. Uh, yesterday, uh, um, oh Caleb, could you mute yourself when you're not talking? Because there's, oh yeah. It's it's weird. I have a um, a dehumidifier in my room. I have my door open, and my neighbor's got some like well pump going on always. And I never do. You guys ever hear anything come from my mic? Or, no, but I don't really hear those other sounds either that you hear because I don't have headphones. I need to get some headphones. Oh, okay. I gotta I gotta up my game. Yeah, me too. Where me are too. you? Where are you, Caleb? Uh, I'm in the like underbelly of the hockey arena, the Civic Auditorium. Oh shit. Okay, so it's getting real for you. The semifinals are getting real for you again. Yes, yes, they are. I had to re- come through and um, get everything tidied up for the medical and the recovery staff. Uh, everything's kind of just getting laid out for the athletes to do it like a little tour. Um, and yeah, getting everything ready. I uh, e- even though it is it is even though it is hot uh, <laughs> already in California or, or nice, you know, like we're getting seventies every day. Um, I do have socks on and I and I still plug in my heater every morning because I like to do the podcast with the door open, even if it's noisy outside. Just for fresh air. I'm a, I'm a fresh air guy. I like I'd like to sleep with my windows open. All that shit. Yesterday I was at the beach minding my own business. Not really minding my own business. I, I stare at I stare at the bodies. I stare at the bodies. <laughs> stare, but 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 mostly minding my own business. And I uh, get a text message from this dude I've been fucking with lately, uh, named Andrew Hiller. And for those of you who don't know the 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 vernacular, the the phrase fucking with that's like when you um it's like a courtship phase. Like you could be like you could say like, Yeah, I'm fucking with that girl. So that means like you just started dating or like I'm um I fuck with that place. Like like you just started go- visiting like a coffee shop like a little bit. And that that's kind of the phase that I'm in with Hillary. Like I'm fucking with them. Like I'm test like I'm 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 kicking the tires, pushing the hood, you know, it's like s- seeing if he is uh you know, I'm I'm going I'm going to the top of Everest, and at the top of Everest, there can be no zipper failure. Not even because if 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 the zipper fails on that jacket when I'm at Everest, I'm dead. It cannot fail at the top. So I'm fuck with the zipper the whole time. 
I, I zip up over some shit. I pull it down. I yank on it. I, I'm doing everything I can because it's stress test it. Stress test it. Good morning, Athena. Good morning, uh, Mr. Uh, Get with the programming. Uh, so, so, so that, that's the, that's the phase I'm in. I'm, I'm fucking with Hiller. And, uh, we, we had him on the uh, podcast. Um, we fuck with each other in the DMS. Uh, we exchange phone numbers. Uh, I had him on the semifinal show and he's passing every test with flying colors. He is a, he's equal part, um, man of humility, but, but, but man, he's, he's man, M A N motherfucker goes hard. So, uh, and, and he'll also, it seems like if, if, if your zipper for some reason did failure at the top, fail at the top of Everest, he'll let, he might let you climb into his jacket with him. So <laughs> like he, he's kind of past check. I'm checking all the boxes. And yesterday he sends me a link to a video that he's going to put up, uh, this morning. And it, it, um, as my wife said, shit, it almost made her cry. Mm, no, I know what you're talking about. And it, 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 it rocked me too, because the video that he, he, he digs into something that, um, was a pretty crazy moment in my life that I never went and revisited. And the, the New York Times wrote an article about me, and uh, it was in regards to uh, Stacey to- uh, an interview I did with Stacey Tovar. I, I, let me rephrase that. The New York Times wrote a hit piece on Greg Glassman, and they were kind enough to put an article in there about me. And instead of referring to me as the greatest chief marketing officer who ever lived on the fucking planet, they, were, they referred to me as a fucking deputy or general of Greg Glassman. And in that article, they, they said something and I never went back and even revisited the video that they talked about because I was always scared that like maybe something in there was true. Funny, huh? Not funny. Yesterday, Hiller sends me a video where he plays a section of that um, uh, video where I interviewed Stacey Tovar that the New York Times misquoted, mischaracterized took out of context. And if you go back and look at that interview now, I watched it for the first time since I, I, I ever, I'd never watched that interview before because I lived it. And you see what I asked Stacey Tovar. I did fucking all women on the fucking planet, a fucking huge favor. That interview alone should have fucking made me a fucking trillionaire. If you're a fucking female games athlete and you haven't watched the interview I did with Stacey Tovar, you're not a fucking real female games athlete. I even fucking ding Tia for that. She says in there in that interview, she says that the that the that the birth control she was using affected her ability to perform at the fucking highest level, and she realized that at the after she retired. There's no mention of that in the article. It's crazy. I'm so nice to her in the article. The article paints me as some sort of scumbag. I can't believe how nice I am to her. You you, you watch the Hiller video today, you're going to get to see the clip. It's nuts. It's how you would want me, your, me to talk to your mom or your sister or your daughter or your wife. I, I um it, it I I believe I didn't ask him, but I think it's pretty obvious that the Video was inspired by the fact that I interviewed uh, um, the great Annie Thor's daughter yesterday, which uh, which I really enjoyed hanging out with her. With her, and Katrin's name came up a few times. And the reason why I got so upset at Katrin is Katrin reposted that section in three posts where the New York Times slams me and paints me as some sort of fucktard. 
which gives it some validity within the community, right? It's like a hit piece from a random outside publication. And then now you take one of our star athletes and then she goes, Hey guys, I'm putting my stamp of approval on this and blasting it out to you. Yeah, exactly. That's what the biggest deal is. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. She takes, and and do you know what I've done for um, Catherine David's daughter? So someone should ask her. Someone should ask her. You don't need to ask her. You could see it. It's the same. All thing those, all those out. fucking people. All those fucking people. Yeah, it's their platform, man. My 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 job was to to glorify them. I glorified her, and you did it great. You built them an audience, and you built them a fan base. I genuinely loved her. I loved Annie. I loved Josh. I loved all those guys who would fucking bring, let me come into their inner circle and fucking film them. And she, like these same idiots who are fucking talking shit about guns right now, same exact it, – it's, it's, it's unconsciousness. I shouldn't call it idiocy. I should call it what it is. I know what it is. It's when you go unconscious. They go unconscious, and they get swept by the wave. And she thought it was okay to attack me. And, man, uh, I, don't, I, I just saw a rough draft of what Hiller wrote, but he's so nice to her. He's so he's so he's so nice to her. She then reposts that. And then when Greg sells the company, Eric Rosa sees the article in the New York Times, speaks to Katrin, and tells some other executives, is that guy gonna step down? Never, never goes back and looks at the Stacey Tovar a video himself, never talks to me, nothing. And now the, it's so funny, um, you know, in, in one year, and I say this with all humility, I could single-handedly fucking have the leadership capabilities to turn CrossFit around, make it profitable and fucking huge again. And, and, and I bet you uh, 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 51% of the staff who used to, who, not, not the current staff, but the staff who are the old staff know that. You they know how they know that? Because they watched what I did with the company from 2017 to 2018. <laughs> They've been around the last two years to see what's not have been done. <laughs> And it's nuts. It was it was nuts that what that video did to me that Hiller made when I went back and watched it. I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen it, but I'm that's really cool of him too. And all he's doing is just showing the truth, right? <laughs> it's like it's nuts. It's nuts. It. It's nuts. I, I, I he's I called him and I'm like, dude, that almost made my wife cry. You know what's crazy is I and he goes, you've never gone back and watched it, and I said, no, I've never. No, so, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Susa. I was saying, I just was reading the article up here. I had pulled it up and was just refreshing myself on the New York Times article. Mm-hmm. And the same stuff that was written about the Stacey Tovar uh, podcast, you could take that all out of context and talk about it from yesterday's podcast with Andy, too. It's the exact oh, same yes. interview. It's the exact same, it's the same interview. Yes. It's, that's, so, that's so funny. And Hiller asked me if I did that on purpose. I absolutely didn't do that on purpose. No, I mean, having a having a child, her first child, is a huge moment in her athletic career. I mean, she even said it's a fork in the road. You guys talked about how she knows that she could have her child and never come back to anything athletic ever again. So if you're talking to a female um, athlete of her caliber and she's having a child, that is a huge, huge milestone and all the things that lead up to that with her partner and those decisions being made that so many other women could benefit from. Just like with the Stacey Tovar one when you were talking about competing and the things that women, um, you know, their bodies do and how they react during competition and what other people could learn from it. That's Why would you not talk about that? It's the same thing with the birth control. Like people don't want to talk about birth control because they feel like it's taboo. Like, oh, everybody, everybody just thinks, oh, I should just be on birth control. Like, no, we have this conversation at work all the time. You don't you don't need to be on birth control. There are other ways to do it. You can like it's it's you don't have to fuck with your body with all these different hormones just to exist. Right. Like 
people just think, oh, I need to do it. It's not the case. And having a conversation is helpful. Thank you, Alisa. Alyssa, Alyssa. They got to do, they got, they, uh, uh, anyway, please watch the Andrew Hiller video. I mean, if you're, <laughs> if you're interested in knowing more about this, I, I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, uh, it, it, it really, it really riled me up. It, it was like, um, imagine a pond that's just clear, beautiful water. And, and then someone dug out the stirred up the bottom and now it's all, it's all, it's all stirred up in a good way though. I like it. I love it. I love the story and I love where it's going. I love the story and I love where it's going. I am the kind of person that if you, you want as a neighbor, it doesn't matter if you're, if you're the most woke uh, motherfucker ever, whoever lived. Like if you think that like we should shut down colleges and only let black people go to them, like you would still love me as a neighbor. I'm a I'm a good neighbor. Can you say that about yourself? I would never I would never let my tra- if, if if your trash cans weren't out the night before and I put mine out at one in the morning, I'd go over and pull yours out. If I see a coyote in front of your house, I text you right away. If I have extra room in the dumpster, I call you and say, Hey, you want to throw some you got some shit you want to throw away? I'm, I'm, open. Oh, you have a good neighbor. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I have I'm, to close it for him. Oh, oh, oh. You're a good neighbor. I'm thoughtful and I'm situationally aware. If you are a situational, if you are a situationally aware person, those of you, those, the hardest thing to do is hang out with people who are not situational, situationally aware. It is nuts. It is nuts. It, it, it's, um, I don't know if you guys remember that cartoon, Mr. Magoo. Yes. But especially, I, this is going to be horrible, especially if you're a female and you have a boyfriend who's situationally aware, like 90% of your problems in your relationship is the fact that he's he's just struggling. He He's he's struggling with the shit that he sees you're doing that's making your life fucking inefficient and making you a bitch. And, and it's, it's the same with dudes too. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like a lot of times, like dudes are just not nice to other people sometimes. Well, but just that's the, that's the, that's the biggest thing. There's this lack of dignity from people who aren't situationally aware to, to all of humanity. What do you mean by situationally aware? Like you go into a room and you're noticing everybody who's inside of it. You've your, got ki- to your kids are at the oh, fucking okay. skateboard ramps, skating the bowl <clears throat> and there's garbage in the bowl and you don't go down there and clean it out. Yeah, it's like those those no woman's own. I I would give up my I would cut my balls off for my kids. I I think uh, like. And I can't I can't look where they're going and and help. I mean, uh, if they hit one of those cans or that piece of garbage or that McDonald's bag in the bowl and hit and land on their face, they're fucking my, my prized possession is toast. It's like the, I'll tell you what's situationally aware. My coffee cup, my paper street coffee cup. I'm, I'm out of focus. Yeah, get my, <laughs> my, my, my paper street coffee cup 
Um, uh, poor Haley. If I see Haley's cup next to her computer and it's at an angle where if the cup falls over, it's going to pour directly into the keyboard. You're, yep. I, 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 I'm going to lose my fucking mind. There's why would you even risk that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, why would you even risk that? Um, you drink, you drink something out of a can and you put it in the fridge to save it for later. <laughs> now, now what you have there is if that can spills in the fridge, you have two hours of work. Why would you do? Why are you risking that? Pour it into a glass jar and screw a lid onto it or something if you need it. It's just it's this um it, it's all the same people who ran who thought COVID was dangerous. There was no risk assessment. There was no evaluation. It's 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 fucking retardville. Those are the those people killed people. Quarantining people killed people. I can't wait. We're having Jay Crouch and uh and uh um Rob Forte on. I have so many questions about Australia. <laughs> they think they're going to talk about CrossFit. No. Nope. Can, can you imagine um uh the it's it's anti quarantining is anti-science. You can see it all over the CDC website. You never quarantine healthy people. Inside is where people get sick. That's that that is where you get sick. You never ever quarantine people. The gov- the governor of Pennsylvania and New York forced old people inside and killed them by the tens of thousands. But you're worried about a school shooting? You you are out of your mind. It's all once again risk assessment and calculations. 108,000 people died last year from fentanyl overdose. Do you know how many are going to die this year? How much you want to bet that that kid who went into that school shooting place was on high on fentanyl or had done fentanyl or his parents had been high on fentanyl while he was in the womb? And you're worried about guns? I mean, you people are batshit crazy. Yeah, I think that was a deal with his mother, right? She was a drug addict. You oh, see someone addict. who smokes three packs of cigarettes a day who has a cough, and you give them a lozenge as as the cure. A mask. Oh, let, let me give you. <laughs> let me give you a, a, a Vicks lozenge to help that cough. You guys are, you're you're morons. You're emotional, unconscious morons. And I mean that with with, with peace and love. You you are so you are so you're adding to the problem. You are adding to the problem. Your fix is making it worse. You quarantined the old people. And of course, you're talking about the general public here, not our lovely audience. Do you know how many people rifles killed last year? Not even 500. Not even 500. Like a hunting rifle? Yeah, just like like these assault rifles that are are idiot politicians are talking about. Mm. It's crazy. We, we, We live with such dumb people. And, and, and the connections that people are making are idiotic. Someone said, I'm glad our kids are protecting our Second Amendment rights. Like they're making this connection that I'm not even a gun guy, by the way, not at all. But people are making this connection that we should um, they think they're being cute by saying we protect our Second Amendment over our kids. Like they're, they're, they're leveraging the death. They don't realize what scumbags they are. They're leveraging the death of their kids to make this connection. That's not a fucking logical connection to say that, 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 um, so, so the, the people on the, the right can have guns. Hey, who do you think does all the killing? Where do you think all the killing happens in what cities? What do you think that those people are that kid who did those killings, that tranny, that Latin tranny? Cause I know you guys love labels. Uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think that guy was? You think his parents were Democrats or Republicans? You know who, what the fuck they are. Okay, I'm getting out of control. <laughs> I think the grandma was a like a drug addict. 
And then of course, of course, it isn't. Yes, he was living with her, and then yes, yeah, yes, was, and with the mom, like, right? Total, uh, the mom I don't know, was gone or something like that. Like mom, I don't know, I don't know any of it, and I can tell you, they're Democrats and they're drug addicts. I, I, I ran some, I ran some. It's, it's a. Go ahead, sorry, Caleb. Go ahead, tell me. You can tell me the facts, but we already know that. We, we but, but, but yeah, I want to hear like what was, that, the whole thing was just like entirely an unstable like living situation because the son was living with the grandma. And the grandma was a recovering addict who was also trying to evict his mom from the house oh, that she owned. Perfect. So it was uh, just like it was everything was perfect. all over the place. And then they passed that law, I think, about uh, like recently of let, letting 18 year old eight, like letting 18 year old individuals to buy rifles um, in Texas. And then he just went and bought one and attacked his grandma and then ran into an elementary school. Oh, he grandma got capped, too. Yeah. yeah. He shot her first. Yeah. I, yep. I haven't I haven't been uh, I haven't been looking at um I, 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 I haven't been watching any of it because I know it's going to be all fucking just just bullshit. It's and I think some of the things that you're talking about has to do with short sightedness too, right? Like people just they don't see past the first either solution they're thinking of or the trash in the skate park, so they just see the trash. They go, "Well, it's not my job." They aren't able to see into the future, like, hey, my oh, dude, I don't even think that. they see it. I don't even think they see it. Yeah, they don't even know. Right. They don't even know how it. to care about their kids. They don't even know how to be situationally aware. <laughs> Let me tell you the classic situational awareness that maybe a lot of you have seen. The first time you see it as a kid, one of the things you see, you pull up to your house. You're five years old. You get out of the car and run to the door, and you don't know where your mom and dad are. And you look back, and your mom's your mom's in her fucking uh, suit that she's been in all all day. Working, working her ass off, and but she's at the curb in her high heels, picking up some trash in the curb, two cigarette buds and a fucking styrofoam cup, and you're like, oh, and it it, go, it clicks in your brain, oh, mom's picking up trash in front of the house. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And me, and, and and I never did that. Now fuck that. I'm running inside to get a sandwich. But now as an adult, I do it. I sure as hell do it. I do a lap around the house. I want to make sure my, my I want to make sure my house looks nice for me, but for my neighbors too. I'm responsible for that little section, just like I'm responsible to wave the police officers, just like I'm responsible not to park my car in front of the mailbox so the postal lady, the fat postal lady doesn't have to get out of the car. She can just stick it in in the mailbox. I'm responsible for pulling over when I um, hear sirens coming behind me so that the ambulance can get to help my, my fellow citizens. These are all deals we have with humanity. Twelve black men were killed. Unarmed black men were killed by cops in that one year, 2020, whatever it was. That means nothing. That just means that they didn't have guns or they didn't find guns on the scene. Because of that, because of the response to that, that the woke community took, thousands of extra black men were killed this year. That, that's what the response led to. They just weren't killed by cops. They were killed by other black men. You're Thousands, hundreds of thousands of people were killed during this pandemic and, and, and millions more will die because of the side effects because of the emotional response and not the intellectual and logical response that was given to it. And that same thing, uh, it's not going to happen here because the people who the, the, there's enough smart people who know that we have to have guns. Also, just- if you, if we just went through, sorry, sorry, Caleb, one more thing. If we, if you don't see what just happened in China, Australia and Canada and the UK in the last two years, and you don't, you're not happy. Your neighbor has guns. You need to fucking check yourself. You're, you need to, you you need to really sit down, take a few deep breaths, and let and and have someone explain it to you. 
Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Caleb. So also just imagine trying to so let's just say we do ban guns. Imagine oh wait, wait, sorry, 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 sorry. One more thing. Hold that thought, Caleb. Let's hold that thought. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And it, right, right. I don't even care about the color. I was just saying that kind of as a uh, as a joke. Um I, I, I really I really don't uh the color thing is, is is idiocy. Skin color means nothing except how the sun affects you. But thank you for saying that. How many? I, I hear your point. Okay, caller, hold on one second. Caleb, go. Guns, also, Caleb. So yeah, just just imagine trying to get rid of all the guns for one, and then on top of that, now that they've been created, like there's no way to get rid of it. Just because the technology, just because you say, hey, nobody can have guns anymore, doesn't mean that somebody's going to find a way to create it. Like you took away guns and you took away knives in. England. And guess what? People are still getting fucking stabbed in England. What do you expect is going to happen? Like bad people are always going to find a way to do bad things. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you try to do. You can say, oh, we can't, we, we're going to outlaw terrorism. Guess what? Terrorists are still going to find ways to blow up fucking buildings. Are you kidding me? The argument's going to be that guns kill people faster, blah, 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 blah. But the point is this. We just we just watched a hundred thousand people die of fentanyl last year. We're going to watch 200,000 die this year. They're mostly fucking young people. We just watched the government kill 500 fucking thousand people because of their fucking COVID response. And, and you, it, it, it. Okay, go, caller, go ahead. Hey, guys, I just have two quick things. I won't be that caller that, that interrupts the show a ton. Too so late, too thing late. Is, is with, <laughs> shit. All right, well, my first thing is, uh, so with the whole guns thing, um, you know, my dad and my mom are huge, massive CNN watchers, totally completely bought in and uh, my dad was would always draw comparisons between trump and hitler and saying how trump is trying to take over just like hitler did and um, and i can't get over the fact it's like it, it, trump wants us to keep our guns like that's the end of the discussion as, in, in that as far as i'm concerned like if you take away the guns that is so much worse than anything that trump could have done to try to to try to take over the country um, hey, as as uh, imagine guns, this real quick. Have- I want to add this on there too, James. Um, imagine this. Trump had no control over the media. Guess who has complete control? Oh, over, guess who has complete control over the media? Biden has control over the media, yeah. the social media, all of it. Well, uh, complete. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Trump can't be Hitler. Trump can't be a king. Trump can't be a communist. Those people have absolute control over the media, just the way the left does. It's nuts, but go on. Our parents, our parents are batshit crazy. What they are is they're unconscious. They refuse to yeah. wake up. They think the 49ers are the greatest team ever, and there's no one who's going to tell them different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, they're unconscious is so true because they they're fantastic people. Yeah, mine But too. they're just totally, yeah, close me up. And here's my second thing. I know you don't like when we talk about CrossFit, but I'm a swim coach by trade, and I want to say it's not swimming. I've heard this a bunch. Swimming is not a good test of aerobic capacity for these CrossFit Games athletes because it is so extremely skill-based, okay? I could destroy the marathoners. I was a college swimmer, not even a very good one. But I could destroy any marathon runner in a 500-meter swim. I, I guarantee it. But they, their VO2 max, every metric of aerobic capacity that they have is a million times better than mine. Um, James, so, James, but how about this? How about this? Two thirds. Well, I, I believe the earth is round still. So sorry, that's what I'm going by. But two thirds of the earth's surface is covered with water. Like 
it seems it seems like it's an, an important thing to test just like running is an important thing to test and if we used your logic there we could just fucking develop some sort of machine and put people on it for 15 minutes and be like that's the fittest person in the world well i like it as a skill-based test yeah too. yeah like why why not what about the gymnastics too like you're gonna say that muscle ups are the most skill-based things in gymnasts are yeah james yeah people. what are yeah, you talking about james come on <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, fair enough. I, I but but I, I do like hearing this. It's an important. It's an important contribution. I just don't think that um it means you take swimming out is where I went with it. Are you suggesting that that we take swimming out? Because I am the CEO. Um, I guess no. As long as we are categorizing it as as a skill test and not an aerobic test. Okay. Just like you would categorize yeah. a gymnastic as a skill test, but not a strength test. I'm not yeah, dating her uh, because yeah. she's hot. I'm dating her because and pick another reason. She's situational. Oh, I had to. I, yeah, I Good had to translate it to how I understand the world. Thank you, James. Anyways, all right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. I'll Let, see you later. Everybody, you're a great, great caller. Give you, I give you a B, B plus, B plus. He was good. He was like he had was two things. Bam, hammered him out. He had a nice hey, voice too. Kind of like you got to uh, remember that the so- it sounded like plumber. Oh. <laughs> Uh, he sounded like he could be in a Western or something to me. And you always have to remember the most uh, powerful thing, uh, entity, is always going to be the media. And the pen is always going to be mightier than the sword or the gun. The new cro- the new CEO for CrossFit. What, what? Who cut? Who set off? What? You could stop me, but if I got media on my side, my message carries on. It's true. Oh man. So someone put together, I want to talk about the new CEO of CrossFit, but someone put the numbers together for like all the people in the CrossFit space. I saw that. Yeah. We, we, we doing good. And you know, what's really misleading about the numbers is we do these shows. Like we did a show with Ricky Simone, who's an insane, uh, uh UFC fighter and the show just tanks the show, and, and I'll, and I'll keep doing them. But when they figure out when they, when they were in, in the rankings where they were this thing that was ranking the, all the different media forms in uh, CrossFit. One, it was only using YouTube as the um, platform they were looking at, but yep. we dominated. But also, they didn't take into effect that half our shows are non-CrossFit related. So it was, it was man. I now I understand. Now I understand why we're kind of scary. Why it could be scary if you can't control us, Mr. Weinstein. I understand. Damn. Oh, we, we are uncontainable. We are uncontainable. Hey, why wouldn't you? Why would you try to? Why would you? It's not even David and Goliath, Mr. Weinstein. You know that, right? It, it's it's um. What is the matchup? I I I don't know, but it, I can it's, tell you what it could be. It could be flatlined if he gives you five hundred k to start. Yes, out. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's so crazy that we're controlling your narrative more. Not only more truthfully, but even if we wanted to lie, we could lie. We could we could manipulate it. Ah, uh, so now you just uh, talked about the point I just made that the media has the more powerful influence than anything else. But we're not okay. media, so I guess it doesn't count. <laughs> Right. Uh, there is a new CEO, um, which we announced weeks ago. Uh, she <laughs> is. Um, she is. That's so true. <laughs> she's a she. She's she. If I were to go through a uh, six month uh, uh, like um, uh, gender or sexual. G- I, don't know, I don't know what it's called. If I went through a six months transformation, the best I could hope for is to look like her. Man, she's young and attractive. Allison and Andre, and Andreozzi, she is smart? I mean, look at the position she's in and the, the companies that she's working for. I would assume, this is an assumption though, that she's a very intelligent woman. 
least when it comes to business. Well, she's smart and she did CrossFit. Uh, it sounds like she's working out with Spieler for the last 10 years. So that's, she's like Rosa. She did CrossFit. She's attractive like Rosa. Rosa had a funky voice. I got, I, I need to hear this. Uh, I need to hear this lady talk. Um, it is, it is weird that they didn't make uh, when they say interim, I'm not even sure what that means. Uh, is that really it's like all the CEOs with CrossFit? <laughs> what? It's like with all the CEOs of CrossFit. Oh. It's just very <laughs> Well, if you look at her, what, what the thing is, is all of these people that they're bringing in, they're all serial executives. Yes. So like I was looking at something, the little bit they did say about her, they were trying to give her street cred saying she was a CEO somewhere else for 10 months and a CEO for somewhere else for 20 months. This is bad. This is like, no one should look at that and be like, oh, she has experience. That's bad. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's, that's really ding, bad. Right? That's like a ding on the record that it just seems like she's moving from place to place pretty quickly. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 I'm tripping that they're not giving that uh, position to uh, Nicole Carroll or Dave Castro, but maybe they are, maybe they're just, maybe they're just prepping. She's just um, the intern interim interim, but uh, the, the intern. if I were to judge a book by a cover, she looks awesome. So I, I, yeah, the, the, she does CrossFit and um, she was the CFO, right? She was. So is there a new CFO or is she just kind of doing both? The tough because, questions. And here's the reason why I asked that is because like we've talked about before that if you, the new next CEO to CrossFit needs to come in, needs to be a leader, needs to be inspiring, needs to have to create that vision, needs to create some sort of tangible goals that we could all follow and get behind, like a message, one that might already exist in the methodology, mind you, but you know, a singular message that we could, we could move towards. And when you're a CFO, your mindset or your framework of thinking is a lot different. Usually in most companies, the CEO is always at odds with the CFO because they're the, the financial person wants to save money, wants to make money, cut expenses. And the CEO is like, no, screw that. We got to reinvest into the business. We just need to grow this brand. We need to push the vision, the vision, the vision, worry about the money later. So when they're one and the same person, I'm curious as to how that's going to play out. I, I wonder... I, I, no, nah, I'm not even going to speculate. I'm not going to speculate. I'll just leave it at that. I want to kind of want. I want kind of want to leave her alone. I want to. I, I don't want to just say anything. What was her name? She again? looks cool. Sorry, I want to leave it as. I want to leave it as she, she's pretty and she does cross it. Yeah. And what then, was her name again? Do you, Andrea. Andrea Rosie. Andrea Rosie. Allison. Oh, Allison. Allison with one L. If 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 you believe the spelling. <laughs> Allison, this. we are your friends and allies. Please get oh. up here at. The Savant Podcast. Yes, you're always you are always welcome on Savant Podcast. We would love and to have be, you for the first interview. Softball questions all day. I will laugh at everything you say. Just come on the show. So, <laughs> I, 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 I will. TD CEO Bailey Keller. Thank you. I will. I will say this. From what. From what I've from what I've heard and, and and I've asked around quite a bit, the the staff were not told that there's a CEO by CrossFit Inc. They were told by Morning Chaka. Well, first no, they were told no, no, by no. me. Yes, <laughs> yes, I know, I know. It, it's almost I have it in my notes, and I'm like, should I? Do I even want to go there? Do, we all already know that Morning Chaka is basically owned by CrossFit, right? You have to know that. That's how the staff there. Well, first they come here. Dude, and and, the and then they go to um, then they go to uh, morning chalk up, and that's that's how they get their information. It's you guys, 
someone at the top has to explain that how demoralizing that is. It's those little things. There's no homeostasis. So if you just would have sent out an email, and maybe you did, and my, my sources are wrong, but if you would have just sent out an email a little beforehand. How many people work for Crosser right now? Do you know offhand? I don't, like but I but I just, but I but I hear that the uh, Rosa went through a massive hiring frenzy, and th those were the things when when we had staff executives come on who would do massive hiring frenzies. It would really fuck with the company. Yeah, you don't. It it seems like it a really fucks with the company, it, right? You're like, oh, there's a lot of stuff that's going on that we've screwed up. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna hire five people. They're not gonna do anything, but we're gonna have a committee now, and they're gonna be responsible for communicating. When that falls apart. We'll look into the matter. We're going to hire another committee. And so now your spending's out of control. You have all these people that work for the company and no nothing's getting done. Nothing productive is happening and nothing's be being bettered. <laughs> it's just it, like, what are you hiring for? It, it's hard on the, the old staff too. Uh, I want to see this really quick. Where, where is this? What is this? Is this LinkedIn or what is this? This is on LinkedIn. All these jobs were posted like Saturday. Yeah, oh. six days ago. It says it on there. Oh, oh so they're hiring more. Man, they need to... Uh... Director of, D marketing Director of Marketing Sport. Okay. Oh, it's Mars Logan signing the head off a cow. Landing an alien spaceship. Can you hear? No. Can you hear that today? Yes, we can hear everything but your voice. <laughs> what a good dude. Took one for the team. Just grabbed his ankles and jumped. If we believe in freedom, what about abortion rights? Yeah, um, I I think that uh, it's a, it's a great question. I think that uh, there should be my personal belief. I would never put laws on a woman's body, and I would also edge. I would also uh, never encourage anyone to get an abortion. I would never ever support that. I would do everything in my power to try to. Um, be present and create space around a woman so she could think clearly about what the implications are of killing a baby. That's what I would do. But I would never put laws on a woman's body. Never, ever, 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 ever. That's a great answer you just gave right there. Yeah, thanks. I, I, I don't, but I don't. This, it's the same thing with sending boys away to fight. You think you're sending boys away to fight to protect your country, but what you're doing is, is you're sending boys away and they're coming back killers. They're coming back murderers. That's what they are. We send them over there to kill people. And so you have to think very clearly about doing that. And so when a woman has an abortion and there's these women just speaking so cavalier about it, then women have to – what if they wake up, for those of you who have woken up, for those of you who are born-again Christians, for those of you who have seen the light, for those of you who have been red-pilled? What happens when you're un an unconscious being, you have an abortion, and then later you become conscious? You have to deal with that. I hate to say such abstract shit like that and stuff that's like in the ether, that hippy-dippy shit. But that, but that's the summation of it. And so, and so, when we get behind it and we normalize it, we're put, we're we're, we're jeopardizing the mental health of, of of our of our women. Yeah, you already said it. Give them enough space so they could and be present, so they could clearly make the best decisions for them. I mean, that's that's such a good answer. I don't know one person ever who's had a kid and wishes they didn't have the kid. Not one. And people on the left say this crazy shit. That, and, and you can never say stuff in a vacuum like this. You can never be like, well, it's it's because the kids are going to grow up poor. They're going to grow up in a bad environment. They're going to blah, 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 blah. They, they make all these excuses to justify the killing of a baby. I don't oh, want to hear that. So I don't want to hear. Him. I don't want to be stupid in my justification. I just want to say I know it's wrong, but I'm still not going to put laws on women's body.
Enough. Done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, okay. I'm done. Mars, hi. Please so, tell me something so, funny. Hey. Yeah. Well. well hey. Is, is my audio any better? First of all. Dude. I. I. I oh, you sound so good. <laughs> Do I sound so good? Mm. So good. Should I? I should call you earlier in the morning. Be a little more sultry. Just get my voice even lower. <laughs> so good, Mars. What do you got, Mars? Well, I got thoughts. Okay, uh, I agree. Okay, we don't need to put any more laws on a woman's body. Um, however, uh, until we could acknowledge that there's more going on than just a woman's body, I don't think anyone's ever. I don't think this conversation's ever going to end. Well, yeah, the, the, that, that's the problem. The woman's with, body. That's and so that this is the exact same issue that's going on with the Scott Pancheck thing. There's two things going on here. The left doesn't want to admit the truth because they're afraid that it, ca- it causes them to lose all their legal and, and ground, right? And, and that's the same thing with the Scott thing. There's two things going on. At the end of the day, this is ultimately all on Scott. It's his fucking life, right? Yeah, but yeah. but those jackasses should have cut the fucking rope. Someone should someone. Hey, you know how like um, some events have like someone run run across the field naked and the titties are all bobbling or the cock swinging around. This event should have had someone run out there with some shears. On the same person? No, well, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Mars. Uh, Today. This Today. event. Should, hey, we haven't had that yet, have we? That would be awesome. Would that be awesome? Would oh that my be like, god! We've made it, and and now now everybody can calm down with the flag. Um, have you ever, have you ever been to a porn site and they suggest like, uh, they suggest that for you, like a, a tranny video, like, like it's a, it's a, it's a hot chick with tits, but she's got a dick too, or it's a hot dude with tits. And like, I've never clicked one of those because I'm like, what if I like it? I'm always, oh. I'm always afraid to click that one. So curious. I don't even want to watch have... the preview. What if I get hard in the preview? You know, like they, like they scroll like a few seconds. I'm like, Oh, I like, I scroll by it. I'm like in denial. No, 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 no. no, no, no. I, I have, Fuck, I, I have a thought. I have a thought about how, uh, the left treats guns compared to how they treat abortion. Okay. Brandon, go, go 50 so, burpees, 50 burpees, 50 burpees. Go on. So, you know how a lot of people are afraid of uh, getting on a plane? Yes. People are afraid of flying. And statistically, they're much more likely to die in a car crash. Right? Yeah. People are much more likely to die in a car crash than in an airplane crash. But car crashes aren't cool. I mean, they're, they're kind of cool because, you know, big bang, you know, people take videos, people watch comp- compilations up on YouTube. But, not as cool as a plane crash. So people consensualize the crap out of plane crashes. Well, this is this is like where Republicans are, are coming from. They're, they're saying abortions are a 100% death rate. It's 100%. But Actually, that's not true. I, uh, this lady I know went for an abortion. Well, we don't really know what happened, but this lady I know went for an abortion and they told her they got the baby and then she still had the baby. So now we're thinking like maybe she had twins. Crazy Ooh. story, right? It's a really good yeah. friend of mine, like someone I fucking would like I'd love to death. Okay, we'll say 99%. But go on, yes, okay. okay. Ah, failed yeah. abortion. Now oh, you get the kid. Well, and can we also acknowledge that people that grow up in hard situations end up often, but well, not often, statistically probably not that often, but like the people that you hear on podcasts today had 
like the successful ones oftentimes had a horrible upbringing. So like think of all the successful people and I'm not wishing, you know, horrible upbringings on lots and lots of children, but it beats the death. It beats the crap out of getting torn apart in the womb. But is your, is your point? God, you talk fucking slow. What are you from fucking Iowa? Listen, listen, is your, is your point, is your point that, um, uh, which makes you a great Sean Woodland. Um, uh, your is your point that cars. Some people die in cars. Even less die in airplanes. Yet people are more afraid of cars. And yet you want to make abortion legal, and everyone dies. Yeah, I, 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 maybe my maybe this point is really you know this point is great to be made in front of an audience live while you said my name. And wait, 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 wait. Estrogen, t- estrogen titties. Wait, wait, hold on about that. <laughs> estrogen titties produce retracted penis. In fact, guys, it's going to have to be a woman who gets a dong attached. I, w- Even better. Love God, that. giant dongs are awesome. But I, I, well, let's, <laughs> let's circle back around to giant penises. Go ahead, Mars. What about what about my I, I ripped on you? And what, what were you going to say about that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you get on with your show. No, I'm no, I want to hear what you said. I was, I was, I, I, you were, I think you were gonna compliment me. What were you gonna say? Right. Well, I was gonna compliment you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was listening to the Annie podcast yesterday, and it's just, I, I haven't even finished it. And every time I listen to it for twenty to thirty minutes, like you go somewhere else, and it's you're just, you're just diving in questions that I don't think other people would ask. I know people haven't asked, and it's actually, I thought it was crazy that uh, she had such a terrible birth experience, and no one had ever talked about it. Um, but anyways, that's all. Hey, love you guys. Bye-bye. Love you too. Adios. Love you too, big guy. Thank you for the call. I think Sevan has said he's been to like over 100 of them. I don't, 100 what? Porn sites? No. I've never even subscribed to a porn site. <sighs> uh, will you play? Did you see this link right on the, on the top? Um, uh, of, of, of Justin Trudeau. This is, this is, we, can you play that? Please. Thank you. Anytime now. It's at the very, it's not a number. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Here we go. We have as a country that we enjoy as Canadians um, need to be defended, need to be protected. Nobody should uh, feel endangered or harassed because of their support for one political party or another. And that's something I think we all need to be vigilant about. And that's certainly something that um, Canadians are looking at very carefully at all orders of government right now. The fundamental freedoms we have as a country and we enjoy as Canadians um, need to be defended, need to be protected. <laughs> This guy, this guy is nuts. I don't seriously. He's not as bad as Biden. I'll I'll tell you that. But he is really bad. The the problem with Biden is we just don't know who's controlling him because we teleprompter is controlling him. Yeah. So whoever. Uh, I think it's ironic that Sevon is the biggest supporter of the L one, but has never taken the L one. Wow. That you. The morning chalk up is now taking applications. Tyler, you would fit in perfect over there. goofball never taken the l1 i've never taken the test i i i've read the test a thousand times i can't take the test i fucking read the test I, I, i've been to a hundred fucking l1s at least i went to the i went to some of the earliest l1s where they they were three days long mm. 
I, the whole reason why I'm, I'm into CrossFit is I took the L1 and had my brain blown, exploded open. When I went to my L1, Greg did the entire L1. So there, take that. That's when they used to have Nicole Carroll do the uh, 95 pound overhead squat versus yes. like the yes. Navy SEAL yes. or UFC fighters. Yes. And she would crush them. Crush. Uh, can you play? I saw Bruce Wayne working out today. Can we give him a little love on the, on the, that's the second clip. I should cross these out. Man, the fentanyl, I met another guy yesterday who had a relative die of fentanyl. That's like, uh, I can't, I'm losing count. I think that's five people now in one degree of separation away from that's died of fentanyl. That's more than like any other kind of death that I've known in my life. It's crazy. Yeah, especially since I went through the AIDS and cancer pandemics. Okay. Let's and check it out. At 40, at 40, um, okay, good. At 40, at 40, I could, I remember whatever the 2009 CrossFit Games that were 36, 37, 30, I don't know how old I was, but I remember they had that 155 clean and jerk. Mm-hmm. And I could do yeah. 10 of those. I could do 10 of those in a row, touch and go. Now I don't think I can do one. 155? 10? Oh, wow, good on you. And that, then that would be it. I would do onesies for the next 20. Do you know what I mean? Well, of course, but still yeah. 10. That's good. Yeah. 10 yeah. touch yeah. and goes yeah. like that. Yeah. I was, I was, I had, I had my moments. <laughs> Peak. Peak fitness. There is a, they, I, I want to just pull up some stats. I don't know if these numbers are accurate, but they're just off of Google, but, but it's not the numbers that are important. It's that you understand how things are worded. There's 20 million drug addicts in the, in the United States, 20 million drug addicts. I think the number is higher than that, but there's 20 million drug addicts in the United States. How do they classify Five, them as addicts? I don't know. Don't ruin my story. Okay, 20 sorry. million drug addicts in the United States, 552,000 of them, their drug addiction has led to them being homeless. Now, let me tell you, let me tell you another way I could have told you that's that there's 552,000 homeless people in the United States. And now you have a total different misunderstanding. You have a total misunderstanding of what's going on. You think that I just told you there's 552,000 homeless people. That's like telling you that there's um, 30 million Americans uh, who have a, uh, who have lung cancer. No, no, there's, there's, there's 60 million Americans who smoke two packs of cigarettes a day and half of them have lung cancer. Like one of them is the symptom and one of them is the issue. I saw a stat that 92% of all um, homeless people are drug addicts. I'm like, no, no, drug addicts become homeless. There is a hierarchy of shit that you should have in your life. Breathe. Important. Eat and drink. Also important. Shelter. Check. Fuck. Now, fuck and fuck can move around. I'm open to slip and fuck around anywhere after breathing. 25, it's above breathing. Yeah, yeah. It, it, just as long as it stays above breathing, <laughs> fuck can uh, can move around. Oh, what is, oh, what is this? This oh, is what nice. is happening. The, uh, is Maslow's hierarchy of needs is exactly what you're talking about. Okay, I don't see fuck in there, but but I'm a little it, smarter it goes, than most. It goes under the belonging and love. Yeah. Now, now, some people put God in there, which is pretty funny because when you see God in there, you should. Um, I don't know if I want to go there. Could be too long of a conversation, but let's just throw God in there with breathing or you have a mental illness. And I think most people who throw God in there somewhere have a mental illness, but you could also throw God in there with breathing. You do have to have what, God. What, what kind of mental illness are you describing? 
Uh, the same one. It's it's the relative of the one that thinks that there's multiple genders. It's your it's when you're mat you're conflating reality with thoughts. It's when your imagination, like when when you know there's the there's the I, I don't know where it was, but they say man was created in the image of God. But then you know the script was flipped and says God was created in the image of man. Most men, anyone who says I believe in God, you should that should set off off a red flag for you. They're either not a deep thinker or they've created God in their head because there is no belief that's real. We've, we've already established that. It, every smart person knows that. There's no scientific – we pick the thing that's most effective in getting through our day-to-day life until something better pops up to help us get through our day-to-day life. And some people have put God in that spot. Okay, I get it. But when you know something, when you're on the alert for something you could possibly know, you start to transcend belief. And those are people who might know God or walk with God, experience God. Or, as I like to point out to my closest, dearest friends, Mars, no thing. I stole that from Eckhart Tolle. No thing. Not nothing. Okay. Thank you. So, so these drug addicts are – these drug addicts, what happens is, is drugs get in that hierarchy. You, you start smoking so much weed that you start spending your money on weed instead of food. Then you start spending money on weed instead of your rent. And now you have something that's kind of gotten into the hierarchy of, of what you really need to just stay alive as a human that's searching for enlightenment. And if something gets in there like fentanyl, heroin, alcohol, weed, you get all screwed up. But it, and one of the things you lose is you lose shelter, you lose um, uh, you lose shelter and you lose food. You start eating worse. But don't and then when people be like, well, it's a mental health issue. No, you have it wrong again. You're looking at the symptom. It's not the issue. You have it all. You have it all out of whack. And when you try to fix a situation, when you're not actually fixing what really needs to be fixed, you're creating a, a bigger problem. So I'll give you an example. I'll give you a metaphor here. You have a thousand dollars, and your car breaks down, and it has something to do with the engine. But you use that thousand dollars to fix the tires. You are now a person with a thousand less dollars and still broken car. And do you know what happen happens? All the hyenas come out and all the vultures and maggots come out to steal your new tires. The part and and and, and those of us who are healthy, who have no fucking like a uh, uh, a moral compass, we see that fuck up and we prey on it. We start selling everyone tires. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Dylan Vowell, one of our, our listeners, um, he had his second amateur fight. D- Caleb, do you think we can play that knockout without getting dinged? I would I would hate for Jonathan Haynes and his girlfriend to report me for this. Miss Emily. I would hate I would hate for them to report me. <sighs> Don't report God God, I, I hope someone dings the fuck out of you guys for all that copyright music you guys are using in your live shows that I hear on the stream. I hope you guys get fucked hard for that. An eye for an eye leaves the world blind. <laughs> Prince Hasim, welcome to the show. Okay, he hung up. It's, it said United Arab Emirates, so I put on my best racist. Uh, it said Prince Hasim. <laughs> well, clearly <Okay>. offended. <laughs> was over the call before it started. <laughs> Uh, I still want somebody to call and like 
do the number accidentally. Like they're calling like like their auto body shop or something, but they call here and then you just keep completely go off on like um, some tangent. Uh, 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 so, sorry, Suze, I missed that. Uh, I, I was homeless for six months before before due to housing affordability and paying for education, gym membership for showers, uh, libraries open till 10. And so, so this is interesting. He was homeless for six months. But if we ask Colin when you – because I did that too. You buy a gym membership so you can shower and work out and, and, and just – fucking get some shelter and uh the thing is is you meet other homeless people who are doing that too and uh that this is a different kind of homeless this is a very small percentage of homeless this is th these are grinders by the way best days of my life two years of freedom maybe more three four five it was insane so it was so fun as long as you didn't get hooked up in drugs okay uh dylan vowel uh, his second fight, this is uh, last month at the Aries Fight Series 7. He's fighting Stephen Kent. The fight has just started. We're 30 seconds into the fight. Action. Oh, good head kick there. Oh! Oh, my gosh. Field by Paper Street Coffee. Wow. Wow. Hey, you know what's crazy too? He oh. threw that right like I want to say like seven times before before uh he threw that right like seven times in a row. Okay, Caleb, you're gonna get us. You, ah, Haynes, turn the show off. Emily, turn the show off. <laughs> Caller, hi, how are you? Hey man, how y'all doing? I'm oh, doing good. How are you? Doing great. Oh, pretty good. Hey man, y'all got any of them tires uh for sale? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh yes, I do actually. I actually, I do, my friend. You're a good dude, man. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Is that is that your real accent? Is that your real voice? Driving down the road. Is that your real voice, or is, are you calling yeah. and do, doing the character? No, no, this is it. Is it? All right. Uh, uh, and, and where and where do you? Let me guess. Let me guess where you live. Alabama, uh, Alabama. Right. All right. And um, you are driving a pickup truck. That's right. And you would be wearing your overalls, but yesterday when you got bucked <laughs> off the horse, they ripped, and so you're wearing just regular <laughs> jeans today. <laughs> Something like that. Yes. And discrimination and prejudice live strong on the Sevon podcast. Hey, man, y'all doing a good job. I love you. Keep Thank you. Well, hey, what's your name? Thank you. Oh, please don't hang Richard. up. Richard. Richard, hey. Thanks for calling. What are you doing today? I'm just working. Hey, hold on one sec. Oh, shoot. There's a guy uh, um, There's a guy who keeps calling from the United Arab Emirates. It would have been great to pull Prince Hasim on and Richard on at the same time. Uh diversity oh so sorry richard what, what are you doing today okay hold on hold on hold on hold on i'm gonna bring this guy in i'm bringing in prince hasim hold on let me see what happened. this is the power of the internet. this is the yeah. first uh prince hasim hi hello there's no prince sorry oh. about that i was trying to call earlier but i kept getting cut off oh oh a, a british a british accent and a southern accent mixed together this is fact oh, and what's your name uh can i be anonymous Sure. Anonymous man with a sexy British voice. Please meet Richard from Alabama with a, uh, a cool country music shit kicking voice. Meet each other, please. 
Say hi. How 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 appropriate. Yes. Uh, let's call me Ali. Why not? Ali. Ali. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. That sounds good. Okay. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, no, Ali, I Richard and I are listening attentively. Go ahead. Sorry, I know you guys are watching that fight. I think I, I just left the room so that I can leave it playing. Uh, I saw that you guys had a title up about the, the, the gun debate that's been raging on in the news in the last 48 hours. Ah, yes. And uh, so I just, uh, I find it really funny because a lot of people out here are, are commenting about it that aren't American. And the Americans that I do know that are out here are very apologetic for what's happened. But it doesn't seem to go the other way around when it's my people that might do something. Not my country, but say uh, something happens is an Arabic person or a Muslim person. I find it's a little controversial that everyone's willing to stand up for one, one type of people and not the other. And that's just my opinion. So I was wondering what you thought. I'm not. I'm not sure. I understand your point. You're saying that people are standing up for the in this situation because they were no, a little Mexican so, children killed. No, no, no. Oh no. I just think it's. I just think it's really easy to dogpile on to to Americans about gun issues. Oh yeah, those those people. Else, yeah, those people are. Those are unconscious sheep who look through the world through a straw. That's how much of the world they see. That's the situational awareness they have. And the reason why I say that is because no one seems to care. No one seems to care that our border has been wide open for a year and 100,000 people died last year from fentanyl. And I guarantee you that somehow fentanyl played a role in the death of those fucking kids. And, and, and how do I say that? Because that, that, ki- that person who killed the, those kids was high as fuck on some sort of fucking drug. It was some sort of fucking tranny. That doesn't happen to you unless you had a shitty, shitty, shitty upbringing that imbru- in- involved a lot of involuntary anal swabs or fucking a lot of methamphetamines. <laughs> and everyone I mean, fucking knows uh, that. You, you and so you take to, guns off the street I, and all I'm the fucking... Foreign, you can, you, what? Go ahead. Yeah. To, you, you just have to uh, excuse me for being foreign. You can actually blame me for this. But yeah. my understanding is this kid had been brainwashed quite a bit by like sort of Reddit and 4chan and all this kind of stuff online during COVID when, when there was lockdowns and stuff. And so it kind of radicalized him. And yeah, maybe he, he, there were some drugs involved as well. But I believe there's a few other steps along the way that might have pushed him over the edge. But yeah, I, I would say there were... Some oh yeah, it's a perfect cocktail. It's a, we're we're watching it in real time around us. Those of us who aren't participating in the cocktail, uh, we're watching it in mm-hmm. real time. And, and and here's another thing: it, that shit's happening in almost all predominantly liberal cities who've been taking the same action against the problems now for fifty years. There we're we're watching them. And, and what the good thing is is more and more liberals are waking up and realizing, oh shit, we're causing the problem. We're causing the problem. Through, through our well, efforts I mean, to it, try it to make it better. It's abundantly, insane. I think now that it's becoming abundantly obvious and with social media making things like become a little more exasperated and having people talk about it, you're hoping for change, but we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, Richard, uh, yes. Richard, do you have a, a a gun in your truck right now? No, not, not right now. What's wrong with you? He certainly has freedom in his truck. Yeah. What the fuck is Richard? Why don't you have a gun in your truck right now? I'm I'm, I'm working. What, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, it, like, well, I'm just riding down the road right now. What if What if you see a rattlesnake or something? 
I got a, I got a shovel I could kill him with. All right. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Are you beefing with that. some rattlesnake? Rattlesnake and the rattlesnake shouldn't be beefing with the rattlesnake. There's so many there. There's so many. There's too Rounds many. are expensive. Hey, I'm an Arab. What do I know about rattlesnakes? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this this gentleman in the comments says AR-15s are the problem. Guns in general aren't. No, that's actually not true. Rifles, like I, no, I, I just looked up the stat tonight. Rifles killed yeah. like four hundred or five hundred people in the last year. It's it, it, it actually has nothing to do with guns. It has actually nothing, absolutely nothing to do with guns. You you are trying to think of a good metaphor of how, of how you're looking at the wrong. You're looking at a 400 person pound person with a with a jewel in their mouth die, and you're saying they died of COVID. You're 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 fucking batshit crazy. That person did not die from COVID. They died because they have 300 extra pounds that they carry around with them every day, and they're sucking down a fucking carcinogen like it's oxygen. By the way, I'm gonna have a guy on Monday who smoked like two jewels a day and was a hundred pounds overweight, who spent 80 days in a coma with COVID. And now he's, he's getting on the California. I actually lost 187 program. pounds, Sivan. You're 187? No, I lost 187 pounds. Oh, no shit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Richard, yeah, how much did you amazing lose? what happens when you kid. So what now? How much did you lose? How much weight have you lost, Richard? Uh, none. No, oh, okay, okay. Uh, Ali, go on. I just want to give Richard a- a- equal air time. Please. No, no. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll get off in a minute. I was just going to say that, like, uh, it's amazing what happens when your kidneys fail. Cheeseburgers and loneliness, you know what I mean? Wow. Hey, I would love for you to call back again sometime and hear that story. Sure, man. Thanks a lot for all the content, and uh, I appreciate you guys. Okay, don't steal anything over there. They'll chop your hands off. Talk to you later. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> See you later. Bye. What did you think, Richard? Sound like a good dude. Yeah, you're driving down. Uh, you're what? What road are you? Are you driving down a dirt road or is it paved? No, it's a it's a paved road. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, nice talking to you. All right, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, please call back again. All right. Y'all doing a good job, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. I know you guys, some of you might find this hard to believe, but when someone just says that, like Richard's like, you guys are doing a good job. Like it, it goes all the way in. <laughs> you know what I mean? To give you the warm and fuzzies, dude, like just that dude in a tr- pickup truck listening to the show. And he says that. Like later on today, I'll uh, I felt my tear ducts turn on. Uh, later on today, I'll be somewhere and I'll and I'll remember that. God, it's so fucking great! What a great life. Uh, Short Ridge uh, Domino's Pizza. Uh, you were supposed to be here twenty minutes ago with my pizza. <laughs> now it's where great. the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was hoping to get on here. before all the, before all the gun talk and then things went went real wild. Oh yeah, please talk about sex. Well, I wanted to talk about first off. I've followed uh, your kids' page, the Three Brothers Playing, and love the page. Thank you so much. By the way, all you people who say that you don't like the live call-in shows when people call in, this is the greatest show ever. Eat a dick. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, it's a cool page. I wish the podcast has taken so much time away from my video production on that page, but thank you. I love those boys. They, they're my life. Yeah, I, I actually first got connected with your content uh, during 
one of the game documentaries where Matt said he couldn't see the clock because yes. you were in the way. Ah, sweet. And, uh, and then just slowly kind of got onto your podcast with, uh, Matt and Josh and just kept up, even though, even though, uh, the momentum has died off with, with those two. And then now here I am calling in the middle of a work day. Well, 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 I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, what do you, what do you think of Matt's new role is, um, there's a video out that, uh, hard work pays off has put out on their YouTube station of him and Hopper. It's like 19 minutes long. I haven't watched it yet. I do want to watch it. Um, have you, have you seen it? What do you think? What do you think about Matt's new role sort of in the community in, in, in the, in the, in the oh, scene? Man, I got so, I got so, uh, starstruck when I saw Matt this weekend, I was at the Ascendic account, super bummed that I didn't get to see Scott perform. I showed up Saturday cause I had to work Friday, showed up ready to, ready to watch an event and Scott's lane was empty. And, uh, man, I was so bummed out. And then later on realized that he'd withdrawn for the, the rope incident. Oh man, I'm so bummed out. But anyway, um, yeah, Matt, Matt's role looks great. I wish I could get a hard work pays off slash CrossFit mayhem, uh, collaborative shirt. Cause I feel like I love both of those programs. And I just think they've done so much for the community. It's great to see both of them still just really present. They were both at syndicate, which I was hoping to see uh, a post with both of them, but didn't happen. I guess I got my hopes up for nothing. Oh, you mean like, like them, like a, a picture of the two of them together. Yeah. I mean, they're just, uh, it's, they're such big influences in the community. And for, they were both there, Matt for coaching and obviously mayhem for competing. And it's just, it's wild that, Two, you know, two of the leading, the leading uh, athletes in the field are just—it's like they coexist, but you know, it's like not, not a collaborative relationship, it, which I understand. It's kind of like when you're a kid. It's kind of like when you're a kid and you kind of want to see like your the DC comic and the Marvel comic in the same thing, and and that's when you realize that it's all just fake bullshit because it's just business, and you'll never see them on the same comic. <laughs> you're like, oh fuck. Uh, yeah, true. I, my heart, my heart's broken. I, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, I, I, I've been, I've been riding the, I've been riding the rich Froning train pretty hard. Uh, he's been super generous with his time and with, uh, and and all the mayhem athletes have been just wonderful to me over there. Um, so I've been riding that, that train pretty hard lately. Um, and I'm excited to get Hopper back on, uh, too. And, uh, and I think Mal O'Brien should be coming on in in the next five minutes here. So we're, Oh my gosh, I I gotta get out of the way for now, but I want to, no, no, I'm joking. That was a lie. (laughs) Fake news. Sorry, I was uh, reading the morning chalk a, up. It says coming on the Sevon podcast today, Mal O'Brien. I just want to tell you that's not true. <laughs> oh shit, Caleb just took out an earphone. I think someone's down. Man down. Wait, does it he look serious right now? It does look serious. Oh shit. Oh. And he's out. See, that's how shit breaks here. Wait, did you read the private chat, Sevon? No. Maybe it has something to do with that. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe there's a call to action. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah okay uh wow the, that that, uh, that made would... me that made my stomach a little woozy, woozy. <laughs> not john woozy woozy <laughs> yeah i was at the i do have a question okay go ahead but i i was at syndicate crown this weekend and i was listening to you guys talk about how the camera coverage did not show will more virtually at all during the last event which was a tragedy because of how he, how he absolutely had to crush that event uh, in order to close that gap from eighth 
to fit and he ended up doing it by one point. It's just, I'm, I'm thankful I was there, but I felt so bad because I saw and read that so many people just didn't even know what was going on because of the camera work. Right. Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's the story we, we got. They, they, eventually some, someone will, will crack that code and figure that shit out. But it, unfortunately I want to say it's fucking the new regime's fault or I want to blame someone there, but that shit's been going on forever. That, that was going on when I was the media director. It's, it's, it's just a fuck up. I, I wish I could tell you I fixed that problem, but I didn't. I was too busy sure, doing the behind the scenes on. being selfish. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Take care. Thanks Bye. for having me. Bye. Wow. Uh, that, um, the, the way Caleb got up there so fast, that's like when you're trying to get a girl pregnant, when she tells you she, she feels herself ovulating, that's how fast you have to jump up. Yeah. You're handling some business, bro. That window, that, that window is small to get them. Pregnant. <laughs> the wife's ovulating, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, I want to say one more. Oh, how, how have you not gotten your TD CEO shirt yet? How have you not gotten that? Get them while they're in. By the way, Allison, please send me a, uh, your address or have your secretary, your assistant, send me your address and I will send you a CEO shirt, not a TD CEO shirt. I'm assuming you're, yeah. But for those of you, this, 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 how, how, do you, how do you not have this? Oh, yeah, I don't, oh this a, it's a girl. We hope. Sometimes they use the wife's phone or the girlfriend's phone. High person with a womb. Hello. Oh, darn it. Hi. I knew it. Hey, hey what's going on, Savon? Hey, I, I was hoping you had a vagina. On. I was really hoping you had a vagina. No, unfortunately, no. I know. Uh, if you did, I, you would be in serious trouble with that voice. Uh, uh, quick question for you. While we're on the topic of media, yes. for, someone, for someone like yourself that like um, stood in the cross of media for so long, do you see like the outside media sources? Like, do you think there'll ever be another CrossFit media team, or you think it will only be outside source media um, for like the rest of CrossFit? Kind of like uh, if they don't, if they don't do that, um, th they'll they'll never succeed. But basically, they, I I have to I have to assume from from where I sit that they're spiraling just fucking straight down the toilet bowl right now. Uh, everything is really bad there. I always say that, but it. it it's just worse and worse every day. The shit I hear, the shit we're seeing, the the movements we're seeing, the chess pieces we're seeing move around on the board, but pieces falling off the board. If they don't get immediate, so this is how I know this. First of all, is they're fucking forever. Second of all, I care. Like it, it changed. Like I've said it before. Change, like everyone in my family, like has in all my friends have embraced CrossFit, and it's changed all of our lives. You know. But the thing is, is that we have it, and we can walk away with it. But from two thousand to two thousand, from two thousand seventeen to two thousand eighteen, uh, more or less, that's rough. We did something with the media team there that changed all the metrics at CrossFit HQ. They all started skyrocketing except one uh, affiliate retention. But affiliate growth, seminar growth. Um, games growth, everything was, it was reaching new levels and new peaks, journal sales, everything. And I know, I know what we were doing there with the media team at that time. It was just this huge shift. And the, the truth is, if you want to, the real truth is it came 80% from Greg Glassman's vision and 20% from Dave Castro's vision. I basically did things. I just listened very carefully to what they wanted and I executed on it. I wish I could take credit for oh, it. And, and, oh, and that also and we exploded. Now there's no, there hasn't been a media team for four years and it's in a spiral. They're doing stuff like contracting shit out. It's a huge 
huge mistake. It's the corporate way. It's a huge mistake. They need people like fucking Heber and Mars who will fucking and 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 the, and the crew that used to be there. I can name off a thousand people um, that will just work their ass off because they found God and they want to share it with the world. And those people will make really authentic, genuine shit and affiliates will go crazy over it and the growth will begin again. But there, ha but the plan is very simple, but, um, but it's not the corporate way. So, so, so no, they, if, if they don't get a media team, they're fucked. I mean, they will be owned in the next five years. This thing will be called the curves CrossFit games. I'm telling you, someone like Curves is going to buy this shit or F45 or Orange Theory. Like, they are in fucking trouble. You fired your fucking SEAL Team 6 guy? The only brand value you had left? Fucktards. Okay, sorry, go ahead. No, but I was also going to mention, I know that you're a big, like, you're a massive advocate of them reopening the journal. And did you notice, I don't know if you saw this yes, the other day. I did. They've been using journal, they've been using journal, journal articles in, like, the email of the day. Um, someone over, so what, what I think is happening, I have no proof of this, it's complete, uh, what's the word, conjecture. They, I believe that there's so many pieces falling off the chessboard there that the survivors are now, like, um, doing what they know. And that's why we're seeing stuff like that. Yeah, that was awesome to see the journal article come back. That was that yeah, was. Yeah, they posted it the other day. That was that's so amazing. That's so amazing. Conjecture, an opinion or conclusion formed on the basis of incomplete information. Yeah, I mean, I clearly have incomplete information. I'm just on the. I'm just. Although I, I do think I'm I'm the loudest voice in the brand, louder than theirs and louder than all the other people combined. And oh, I and, think. And yeah. here's and here's the truth too. I could not do it without all the people DMing me all the shit. Those of you who are going to the um, events and sending me pictures of Matt Fraser and James Townsend talking and, and Justin Berg picking his nose and, and Caleb pulling his underwear out of his butt and like that shit. I'm, I cannot believe the shit you guys are sending me. Please keep doing it. It's, it's so, it's so crazy. I'm dying. And I try to respond to all of you and thank all of you, by the way, if for some reason I didn't respond to you, at least with a double tap heart, that means you fell off my screen and it was not intentional. I'm trying to nurture all those relationships. Sorry, caller. Well, you're killing it. Keep it up. I got to go with that. Okay. Thank you. Bye. I'm reading YouTube comments. Do you have pictures of me picking my underwear out of my pants? No, I made that up. That's a total lie. <laughs> hey, you think if I fill out this uh, host and host an L1 at my affiliate for like the third time, you think they'll go for it this time though? Yes, yes. You have clout now. Um, I did I did see some really nice pictures of you and Matt Fraser that people sent me, which was cool. I, that that kind of warmed my heart a little bit. I, when I see stuff like that, um, not like in a, in a strong way, but then I, I kind of wish I, I was there. And then I think about traveling there and I don't wish I was there. A lot of fun. Yeah, excuse me. Um, there is this uh, link. It says CrossFit is not the games. It's not a sport to me to mo or to most people. Can you play that link, Caleb? Are you applying for an L1 at your gym right now, Sousa? Yep. Oh, in real time. Wow. In real time. I think this is from the Coffee Wads and Pods podcast, and this is Torn Simpson. Okay, before you play this real quick, so this guy right here was uh, one of the filmmakers I used to work with at CrossFit. His name is Torn Simpson. He's he's there's there's a ton of guys there who are the best. 
So when I say, you know, I'm like, that's the hottest chick in the world. There's 10,000 of them. But this guy is fucking good, man. Everybody says that about him, too, for like this, years. Yeah, this guy will make up new gear to get a shot that he needs. He's he's kind of he's he's. He's dope. I, I, I mean, and he was he's he's a giant man he, uh, and he's and he's worked with all the best people in the world, you know, like from the the CrossFit team, which I think is one of the best in the world to the to NFL teams, NBA teams. I think he's done some Olympic stuff, but here he is with uh, Peter on the coffee pods and watch podcast. By the way, I, I he sent me one of their T-shirts. It's a nice shirt. I wore it the other day on the podcast. OK, yeah. go ahead. Let's play. Good dude for CrossFit that all they care about is like helping people and getting people into CrossFit and, and helping change lives. And that's what that content was doing, right? The whole point is you watch a 20 minute piece about someone and then they say, and it gives them the courage or the motivation to walk into a CrossFit gym and change their lives. Even if it's one person, I don't think they're doing that type of, that type of content right now. Like the games used to be a big commercial, right? Like that's how I found CrossFit. A lot yeah, of people yeah. would say, oh, I, I saw this on TV and I was like, oh man, I want to do that. But for a lot of people, the games is, it's terrifying. Now we have to say, um, this is CrossFit, but it's not CrossFit. Like this, this is almost its own monster. Most of the, what CrossFit is and most of what people do is, is nothing like what you're seeing on at the games. The games is like, formula one driving and then the rest of us are like quite good at parallel parking (laughs) and there's a lot of people that work for crossfit that all they care about so what 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 torn there is is referencing is um so that was one of the things i was saying we did from 2017 to 2018 and this was uh greg glassman's uh vision and we got a lot of pushback and and i executed like this I paid people like Torrin, which they deserved more money than this. And, and I realized that we would pay them $10,000. And their go- what we would tell them is go out and make a video of how CrossFit transforms someone's life. And he would go out and do it. So he'd find someone who was running with a kettlebell and their back went out and they were in a wheelchair and they were told they would never walk again. But then they used CrossFit to fix their life. He would he would show a guy who was uh, 150 pounds overweight and he went to CrossFit and it changed his life. And now he has a girlfriend and two kids like and we put those stories out every single week. I miss that. And they were all transformational pieces and we did that and, and we, we we used to never do stuff quite like that the transformational pieces we used to do back in the day was like you were a, an, an operator uh, a, a navy seal you got shot with a gun and you used crossfit to rehabilitate your hip you know what i mean or mm-hmm. remember um, the old school pictures that used to be in next to the workout of the day and you would see this guy doing like l pull-ups in his uh hospital bed because like yeah. both of his legs are blown and i mean just super inspirational stuff on there all the time so, so that what Torn is saying, that is one of the pieces, but you have to, you have to hammer like this podcast hammers CrossFit would have to do one. So that the budget for that's $520,000 a year, right? Cause you can pay those guys, you get like six or seven guys and you just send them around the world uh, nonstop 365 days a year. And, uh, and they, and they make those transformational pieces and, and, and ideally I would say every single one should end up where we give those people a free L one and we end the story with them taking their level one. And by mm-hmm. that, it's also the tool to be like, look, anyone can take the L one. When we did that, we noticed a massive spike, um, in, uh, in, um, affiliates, uh, in L one sales, but also the calls started pouring in from affiliates. Holy shit. We're getting people into our affiliate for the first time who are hundred pounds overweight. Yep. Because we showed we showed that anyone can do CrossFit. 
So that's one of the pieces. And thanks for Peter and thanks Torn for uh, showing that. Okay, I have seven minutes. I want to get through some of this stuff. Do you want to say something mad about that? Sorry. No, I just completely agree. And I also just uh, finished my application here. I put I applied a few times in the past. And would love to host the L1 and L2 someday. I believe CrossFit can make a massive comeback. And the path to that comeback is through the L1 in the affiliates. Wow. So the implication when you say massive comeback is that it's 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 wounded. <laughs> I mean, clearly. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, I mean, you, you're definitely not getting it. It's implied. I probably won't get it. I was told That's by good. some people there that I am now toxic. So oh, back in a compliment. Great. <laughs> um, can you play? Uh, so so I wanted. Uh, can you play number two? I, I I saw this picture of this man dancing, and I seriously, part of me thinks that this could be me in thirty years. It's number two. Look at that guy. So you talk about you, you talk about like men who are tra- trapped in women's bodies or women who are trapped in men's bodies. This is he this identifies is, as young. Yeah, that that's a yeah, that's an old dude trapped in in like a five five year old's body. That's like the real deal. Like trying that's the real deal. Um, man, it would be nice if I could get through just one page of my fucking notes. There, I went to this. Uh, I went to this. Can we do this in six minutes? When, when I was when I was homeless, one of the things I noticed that if you want to get anything you want in life, don't tax other people. If you want people to like you, never tax someone else. Don't tax them. Don't ask anyone for a cigarette. Don't ask anyone for a piece of food. Don't ask anyone to get up. Don't ask anyone for anything, and, and you will start to um, have more friends and better relationships. And that is really the secret to moving along smoothly in life, just to give and, when, and, and wait till things are given to you. And through that, you will become very popular and people will like you. No one wants to be taxed. Nobody. And so some of my friends think it's okay to tell their kids, to teach their kids to ask for stuff. So I would be at the park and there would be a kid riding around on a scooter. And my friend, my friend's kid would be like, I want to ride that scooter. And my friend would be like, oh, go over and ask that boy if you can ride it. No, no one, no, no one wants to do that. No healthy person wants to like share their shit. It's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not like that. A healthy person doesn't want to be taxed. I know some of you are going to want to push back and you're going to say, no, it's important for kids to share. There's a nuance there. We were at a birthday party in Los Angeles for a little child, um, Susa and I, and there was a bouncy house there for kids. And a man came over and said, hey, can my kid go in the bouncy house? I would never do that. I would never join. I would never walk over to someone and ask if my kids can tax their kid shit, but it's okay. Whatever. Then a few minutes later, I see this kid running around with the bubble guns that were provided at the party and and just holding the bubble gun and, and, and consuming all the juice. Now this kid is taking. And they never asked for that too, by the way, the bubble gun that, wasn't asked. It was that, just kid, like- that kid is now taxing the system. Then a few minutes later, the kid's eating donuts and cake there. And there, there's just – it reminded me of this um, 
Like when I go into a stall in a bathroom and I'm going to use the bathroom, I get a bunch of toilet paper and I wipe the seat off in a public restroom. I, 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 I leave places better than when I went in. 90% of the time. There's times I've been in a rush and missed the seat and peed on the floor and ran out. I, I, I'm guilty. <laughs> but you've given more times than you've taken. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing how many I, – I, I don't understand that mindset of just taxing the system, of just take, 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 take. Tovar is wonderful. Stacy Tovar is wonderful. I agree. And the other thing, okay, go ahead. It, it, it's so, it's so same. I, I get that same vibe from the person um, who who asks the there's there's a, there's an ice cream vendor and 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 they're they're pushing their cart and they have three flavors of ice cream and someone comes up and goes, "Can I taste the chocolate?" Like, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. You fucking can I taste ice cream at the ice cream shop, people? You, I, I think, and, and the rank, I think like not putting your card away. Like a lot of people complain that not putting your card away is a bad thing. I don't mind it at all. Push your card up on the curb. That's someone's job. Let them pick it up. I'm not a cart person. I, I do put my card away sometimes. It's convenient, but I, but I never leave it in a parking spot or let it roll away. But a lot of people like I know when I was with Matt and Josh, they would dig on the people who didn't put their card away. I don't really care. The card, I, I, I used to collect carts. I fucking it was a great job. I loved it when the manager would be like, "Step on, get the carts." I'd be like, "Gone for thirty minutes." Where'd you go? Oh, two blocks over. I saw one down the street. But, but this thing where you're taxing small businesses and taxing other people's shit, I, I you're like the dude that shows up to the party empty-handed every time. You know, you get invited to the house and everybody brings a couple of beers over or beverage or something to kind of eat. And every single time you show up to those, you come empty-handed. And yes. Slowly your invite disappears because you're just expecting that everybody else will provide there for you. There was two examples with the thing on Sunday. I know you got to go make this brief, but um, the uh, first one was there was a dad and her and the daughter there, and the dad was sparking up conversation. What thing? What thing? Sunday. The thing that we went to in Newport. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, the bounce house yeah. at the park on Sunday, weeks back, and um, he was there and he was talking and was striking up conversation with all the adults, and his daughter was kind of playing on the lawn next to the thing. And if I remember it cor correctly, I think it was one of those situations where somebody was like, oh, does your daughter want to go into the bounce house after he'd already been talking and kind of communicating with all the parents there? And he's like, I don't know. Did you did you want to go? They're offering it to you. She's like, okay. By the way, your boys were super sweet when she came in because she was super young. And they were like, stop, everybody, let her come in and like helped her in and then had her jump. And they kind of like stayed low key to not bounce her off the wall. Um, side tangent. But then there was the other gentleman who just came in and asked and took right away. And so sometimes if you add value, just in your presence, your positive presence could be a value, a value added to other people. So sometimes people come in and they just unload their problems on you. How's your day going? Boom, and they just vomit all their problems, right? But if you're the person that people enjoy to be around and you're adding value to the situation, you'll find that people will just want to give because of your personality, your positivity gives value to them. So it doesn't always have to be a physical thing too. That you right, get. right, right. Totally, totally. And then stick around when the party's over and help pick up all the trash. Like oh. you're, you're totally right. You're, you're, you're right. There is a way you can contribute yep. and get in. There yep. is a way. There is a way. You have to do it expectation free though, because if you do right. it with an expectation, you get a great point. If it doesn't come back to you, so you have to do it just because that's your mentality and that's the type of person you are. You want to show up and give value and add positivity to any situation you're in. Word.
because that's uh, who you are. Uh, Caleb is at the Mac. We have plans this week to with Taylor Self. Uh, I don't know who the team is going to be. Um, I, I uh, yesterday I spent the day with Greg Glassman. I'm going to try to spend the day with him again today. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to tear away. Um, my priorities are to hang with that dude. You guys I'm not stuck I, with me. <laughs> say that again. Are they going to be stuck with me all week? <laughs> yeah, you might be stuck with Sousa all week. Um, but we but we are going to figure something out. We're going to be we're going to be repping hard. Uh, Susa has to be there to make sure those knuckleheads don't pull up any uh, footage on the screen. So CrossFit gets reports me again. By the way, I got my strike removed. I went to copyright school. Did you? Did you? I yes. Saw- I went to I copyright school and got the yeah. strike removed. Beautiful. Booyah. <laughs> make sure if you see uh, uh, Jonathan Haynes and his and his and his girlfriend Emily uh, traipsing around that joint, you let you let him know uh, that I got my strike removed. Um. And uh, and uh, I will see you guys soon. Uh, love you guys. Great show. Um, if you think that we did too many calls today, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say fuck.